0: Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and
1: part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. How comfortable are you feeling emotions? How comfortable are you expressing them? Or maybe seeing other people express them? Are you a man or a woman? Do you think this makes a difference when answering these questions? The truth is that most of us have some experience with suppressing our own emotions. Now, some of this might actually be situationally appropriate, but often it is just harmful to us and to the people around us. And if you're going to have successful intimate relationships, Knowing what you're feeling and being able to accept and support your partner's feelings is critical. But how do you do that? Well, my guest, Diane Brown, author of Free Your Mind, Let Go of Everything That Holds You Back, shares some valuable ways to do this. So Diane, thank you for being on the show and talking about what is a, ch- is a challenging subject for a lot of people.
0: Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> and yes, and, it is very challenging.
1: And by the way, I love the title of your book, I Need to Get It, because there's a whole bunch of stuff that I need to let go of, but that's a, that's a subject for another day. But um, you wrote a piece for the Good Men Project titled Men, Women, and the Suppression of Emotions, which is a great title. You stated that as a society, we have made emotions a gender thing with expression being sanctioned based on ideals. Now, that's a big sentence.
0: So what do you mean by this? Um, I think that in our society, we have expectations of how emotions are going to be expressed based on your gender. So Mm -hmm. I think women are allowed a bit more leeway to express big emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're sad, you can cry. If you're angry, you can, you know, emote. And if you're, um, you know, if you you, you have a, a more of a tribe around you that will support you if you're in some type of emotion. Whereas men, I think we socialize them from a young age to not emote, to maybe show anger is acceptable, but yeah. if they're sad, they're more likely to turn inward and hide that from people. Um, And if they're feeling any other of the range of emotions, they um, either suppress them or they feel as though once they start to try to explain how they feel that they they get shut down because people are not prepared to handle their emotions. Um, And it's not across the board, but Mm -hmm. I think by and large that these are kind of how we look at um, emotions and expect them to be expressed. And, and you can see it all over TV, movies. <laughs> yeah. Generally, you know, there's a male character that's flying off the handle and the woman's crying. and you know. <laughs> Right. But, I mean, it is.
1: It's this, it's this stereotypical thing. And it's sort of like, you know, women can cry, but not too much and not in certain situations. And, men, you know, and men... You know, if men, if men cry, well, then that's not okay, except for what I've always said are a couple of allowed situations, like if you're um, on a sports team that's competing in, mm-hmm. a, in a high level event and you lose, then it's okay for the guys to cry. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: Anything short of that is like, no, just suck it up, buttercup, right?
0: Um, yeah, I actually think that sports is an outlet for male emotion. I think mm-hmm. in sports you're allowed to be really excited. You're allowed to be, you know, like really angry. You're just, you're really allowed to let out all of that emotion. And it's okay because everyone else is expecting that. Uh, it's, it's, less, uh, it's, it's less of a, a pressure to be, you know, restrained. Right. And yes, as I was saying at the beginning, there there are
1: times when we need to um, be able to be more, to choose the right times to express certain emotions. But but this idea that I mean, and, and I actually refuse to talk about good and bad emotions, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because because there are no such thing as bad emotions. I talk about hard emotions, ones that. Mm-hmm we don't necessarily want to feel, but, you know, and, and what people I think don't understand is that if you suppress
0: some emotions, you suppress mm-hmm. them all. You can't selectively suppress. Exactly. If you can't feel sadness, you can't feel joy. So. <laughs> right, which, which, is, which is really challenging.
1: And, and, you know, and then the other thing I think you said, which, which really makes um, – a lot of sense and, you know, is, is being, you know, is, is knowing how to do this, is being given permission and not just permission for you to feel them but for the other people around you because I think that's another thing that happens for men that um, it, it can be very difficult for other people to see them Maybe struggling with something because that means, oh my gosh, if, if this big, strong guy is struggling with this, who, who can I depend on? Which, boy, that puts a lot of pressure on men.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I feel like um, whether, if you don't speak the emotion, it doesn't go away, mm. it's still there. Mm-hmm. So the person, the woman who's more sensitive, it's still picking up the emotion, but you're not talking about it. So (laughs) it's this thing that's hanging between you that nobody's addressing. And then it's also a disassociation from the moment. So we're in this moment where something's happening for both of us, but neither one of us are talking about it. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. And then it, and then it comes out in some other way. So, some, you know, let's say your boss um, makes you mad. You drive home angrily in traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you you walk through the door and your wife says something innocuous and you go flying off the handle. You're, you're angry about, you know, what she said and you're taking it out on her. It's not her emotion. She didn't create that. hmm it's the emotion from the beginning of the day, which you didn't speak, you suppressed. And now in this situation, because she's more sensitive and the, the stakes are lower, you know, she's not going to fire you. So
1: <laughs> oh, actually, actually, that's not true. She could. But.
0: <laughs> true. But then that emotion comes out that way. Or, you know, mm-hmm. your kids do something and, and you know, now you're, you're yelling at them. And it might not even be that you're angry. It might be that you're sad. It might be mm-hmm. that you are disappointed. It might be that they frustrated you because, you know, you're, you're having the same conversation over and over again and they're not hearing you. So there's mm. some underlying emotion that's just going to come out in an angry way at the wrong person.
1: Well, So I, I love that description of you're not really angry. You could be sad, disappointed, frustrated, which is. You know, being able to um, distinguish between the various emotions, which leads right into the next question that I wanted to ask, which is how are men taught, or more to the point, not taught, to deal with their emotions, and what's the result of this, of this training?
0: Yeah, I think they're not given language to understand or express their emotions. They're, they're mainly given anger, which mm-hmm. I think is a big emotion for them. Uh-huh. Um, and like you said, some, you can, they can be sad um, at certain mm-hmm. intervals and different events. You know, a man can cry at his wedding and everybody gets that. Mm-hmm. Um, or at a funeral. But, or a funeral, yeah. But there's a whole range of emotions that they experience that they don't have words for. And so I think the challenge is women, we have a bit more. I don't, I don't think that women get the gamut of all the emotions either. Correct. But I think that we have more of a language to describe how we feel. And so if you're in an argument going back and forth and, and she's trying to explain her emotions, he doesn't even know <laughs> how to express his emotions. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the words. So when she's using words, she's like, I'm frustrated, and you're always doing this, and, you know, and he's just like, I don't feel sad or angry right now. I don't know what to tell you how I feel.
1: Well, and I think that's an important thing because, um, you know, I've had this conversation with, with a lot of men. Um, my, my husband's a scientist. My son's an engineer. My father's an engineer. So I you know, oh, wow. <laughs> I up
0: with yeah. So, a lot my, of logical thinkers. Well, exactly, <laughs> and
1: you know, and and many of my clients are, you know, men with that with that uh, tendency, and you know, they they think that you know emotions are useless, illogical, and uh-huh. you know, and, and going there is is just a waste of time, and I think that that's really because. You know, they don't. I think society as a whole, but but especially men, they, they do not understand that emotions are our primary um, information source. Because when we're cause when we're infants, that's all we got. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's no cognitive logical stuff going on in in baby brains. Um, yeah. And, you know, but, but, but men are taught from an early age, you know, big boys don't cry or you're not really hurt, you know, and it's like, whoa.
0: You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. (laughs) While, meanwhile, they skin their knee and it's bleeding.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, and. And like you said, then, then they get shunted into these quote-unquote acceptable ways of expressing things, but then they get in trouble for being angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of like because we're going to stick you in a box and not let you out no matter what you do.
0: Yeah, because it's not effective for every situation. You can't respond that way to every situation, and especially in interpersonal relationships. Anger creates more problems than it solves in an interpersonal re- relationship. Yep. Um, and then, like I said, it, there's a gamut of, of emotions, and if you don't know what they are, then you can't identify them in yourself. So mm-hmm. if you don't know that you're disappointed, if that's not a word that means anything to you, then you can't communicate that to someone else. Mm -hmm. And they can't understand that you're disappointed. And they don't understand what that disappointment means to you. (laughs) Because disappointment can be mild or it can be devastating. There's a range. And if you can't communicate that, then nobody knows how you're feeling. And you're walking around throughout your day feeling all of this emotion and not giving it any voice or letting it go. Um, and I think for men, there's no, it's not solvable to them. They like to fix things. They yes. like for things to be easily solvable. They want to give you a solution. Yes. And when their wife or their girlfriend is in an emotion, there's nothing they can do to fix it. Well, she just it, has to go through it.
1: <laughs> well, and it actually can be paralyzing for them because especially if it is if if the feeling is a result of an experience with them, please note I mean, that men didn't cause that feeling, but they participated mm-hmm. in the experience that elicited that emotion.
0: And, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and, and usually it's a hard emotion, so... Um, you know, that that's you know, that makes it even more challenging because, you know, my partner is hurt, my partner is upset with me in some way. I didn't mean for that to happen. I want that feeling to stop because I didn't intend for it, and then that just shuts everything down. (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And in his mind, his action didn't create that emotion because it doesn't for him. Like he doesn't think it does for him. So when she's like I feel blah 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 blah. In his mind, logically, that doesn't make sense because that doesn't happen for me. But it might be suppressed. <laughs> it might be the same thing that's happening for you, but you are you don't have an awareness of it, right?
1: And, and and again, I I I think that's very true for men that you know wanting to solve things and you know and of course the first thing and and, and emotions aren't something that actually need to be solved. They do need to be dealt with, but I don't think they Mm -hmm. need to be solved. I don't think there's a solution for them. Um, Yeah. But but that's part of the challenge is just, you know, and, and we don't feel the same way about the same things, which for people who do what I do is, well, of course we don't. But for the general population, it's like, well, wait a minute, that just adds just a whole other layer of confusion (laughs) onto all of this. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that that goes back to the ideals, again, that we have these ideals of what a woman's going to feel certain ways about and then what a man's going to feel certain ways about. And then there's a whole mixture (laughs) based on your experience and how you've been raised. Absolutely. That you may not respond the way that people expect you to respond based on your gender. Like mm. I am a, a football fanatic. And if <laughs> you see me watching football, I turn into a completely different person. <laughs> I think I'm the coach. I'm mm. yelling at the screen. <laughs> oh wait, but a we, in, uh, must, any...
1: <laughs> we must be related in some way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For any other instance, I am like, Very quiet, very low key. You don't really see me get upset, (laughs) but I'm like, yeah, I'm like a whole other person (laughs) when I'm watching football, but I feel comfortable doing that because of the sport. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't take the same, you know, response and go to the theater and start yelling at the actors. Like that (laughs) might not be a good idea. Well, that would be Um, an interesting
1: experience.
0: Uh, (laughs) Um,
1: I just, I, I just want to let you know that this is Happily Ever After is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net. I'm Leslie Dorries, and I'm talking with writer Diane Brown about emotions and how they are, and more importantly, are not encouraged to be expressed. So if you have difficulty with your own emotions or if your partner has difficulty with theirs, this can create challenges in your marriage. And knowing how to identify them and express them in a healthy way is key to your personal happiness and the success of your relationship. And if you want to get better at this, I can help. So if you're interested, you can write this minute, take a moment, and send me an email or give me a call and take advantage of a free discovery session. So you can reach me by email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F O U N D A T I O N S. Coaching N is in Nancy C is in Charlie.com. Or you can reach me by phone at area code 919 That's 919 Now let's get back to this conversation about emotions and what to do with them. And Diane, you said that it's commonly believed that women have more freedom to express their emotions. But you also say that women are also taught to suppress them. So, how does this work in here?
0: Um, I think that women have more freedom. Like I said, to to express more emotions, you're, you know, you, women are more likely to be seen showing joy and happiness and, and, you know, if they're really sad, maybe expressing that not in a professional setting, but in, uh, you know, with their girlfriends or um, around maybe family members. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's less appreciation for a woman's anger. Mm. So when women are angry, people tend to, Try to stifle that <laughs> um, there's an uncomfortability with a woman 's anger there 's an uncomfortability with an assertive woman ah. if she 's assertive and and she 's very much you know straightforward about how she feels or what she thinks. Um, people get uncomfortable there's this this conditioning to be nice mm-hmm. and to care about everybody else 's feelings in the room. <laughs> which causes them to then suppress. Because when you're now having a feeling that doesn't match what everyone else in the room is feeling, then you're less likely to express it. You're more likely to suppress it and keep it to yourself. Um, And then also in the interpersonal relationship with a man, women don't want to feel like nags. They don't want to feel like they're frustrating him. They don't want to feel like, you know, they're complaining about the same thing all the time. So a lot of times they'll then suppress their emotions to keep the status quo or, you know, the homostasis uh, between the relationship. Right. So there's a, there's, a, there's a set of rules that we follow as well as women.
1: Well, and it's, and it's interesting because, you know, because there's a lot going on right now um, in- society, social media, all this other stuff, about how exhausted women are. Mm-hmm. Um, because women take on this, you know, this, I, this role of managing, of, of attempting to manage because you can't actually do it. But like you said, to manage everybody else's emotions. And you mm-hmm. know, they've been suppressing theirs for a long time. I had, I had a friend I, I have, who used to call them the FU40s. Because you know, <laughs> you know, women would women would you know do everything for their you know for their partners, do everything for their kids, and then they'd hit their 40s, maybe you know early 50s, and they and they'd be so exhausted that they would just go well to heck with this. It's now all about me, and I'm and and then they just blow everything up around them, which and everybody else is like what. What just happened, right? Because because they've been sitting yeah. on this for so long,
0: um, you know. The they didn't now to tend-
1: finally. like now they just take a nuclear
0: bomb to their
1: lives. So it's like <laughs> no, don't do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, which that's suppression again. <laughs> um, but there's a, a I read an article about emotional labor and how much emotional labor women tend to do in marriages and relationships Mm -hmm. and it's not something that you can see it's just something that women tend to take up and then don't really talk about And, and it creates it breeds resentment right um and so yeah emotional labor is you know you come home your husband comes home he, you know, uh, changes clothes, gets comfortable, watches, watches TV. Uh-huh. She's running the entire household. She's managing, she's fixing dinner. She's figuring out what the diet is for everyone, what everybody likes, uh-huh. what they don't like. She's, you know, figuring out her schedule for the rest of the night and getting all the kids together and getting them, you know, their homework done and getting them in bed. You know, she's she's, she's taking care of each member of the family in a different way mm-hmm. that they need and responding to all of the needs of the house itself. You know, if there, if we need doctor's appointments or if somebody's birthday is coming up or, mm-hmm. you know, she's, <laughs> she's going running through all these tasks in her mind. And that's emotional labor. Right. It's, it's like your brain is constantly like a computer running <laughs> Constantly. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and this is and, well, and, and and the frustration is is that because you know because women do this and they do it relatively silently. In fact, I'm I'm not even sure a lot of women are even comprehending how much they actually do in all of this. But you're right; it does mm-hmm. build up. And if the guys and if it's not being shared with the guys and the woman just doing all this stuff, he's not gonna. It's not gonna register with him because. He, it's being taken care of, and it's just not something he has to think about. And for a lot of guys, they, don't ne- they won't necessarily do things that they don't want to do, so it doesn't occur to them that their wife doing all these things are things that she doesn't really want to do. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like this whole dynamic that's, that's really, really crazy.
0: Yeah, and he can't get in her mind and take something from her. like how does he know where to step in and, and what, what to say? He has to become as familiar with the entire household Mm -hmm. as she is in order for him to step in and take something off of her plate. Right. Uh, And then the other feeling is, well, why do I have to tell you? Because if I have to tell you and then I have to tell you how to do it, then I might as well do it myself.
1: Well, which, which (laughs) I sort of, I mean, which I sort of disagree... I mean, I do, disagree, I do agree that you, we, we have to have this communication. I don't, necessarily, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree that I have to tell you how to do it. But...
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, but on some cases, you know, because in some cases it's more I want it done my way, then therefore I do have to tell you how to do it. And that's a whole, that's a whole yeah. conversation for another show. But I do want to ask... <laughs> yes. But I do want to ask because... I want to get this in about how can a person and or a couple move into healthier ways of dealing with emotions? I mean, we, we've talked about these, you know, there are societal expectations, which that, you know, and there are personal expectations. How, how mm-hmm. do we navigate this on, on something that is so challenging as emotions?
0: Um, I think the first step is awareness. So now that we've talked about this and and there's an understanding that there are emotions that you might not know that you're feeling or that you're projecting or that you're dealing with, Um, the first step would be having that awareness. And Mm -hmm. then when you're triggered, understanding that the emotion that you feel is not the responsibility of your partner. They did Mm -hmm. not create that emotion. And you have to get curious about what it is that's actually coming up for you. So even in the midst of a day where you're feeling, you know, like crabby and, and, you know, everything he does is getting on your nerves or everything she does is getting on your nerves, Mm -hmm. you have to say to yourself, what is this? Why do I feel this way? They're not doing anything to me. Why is everything, why is this their breathing getting on my nerves? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love that because and it's like then, okay, you're just you're just breathing wrong. It's like whoa, wait, wait.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then investigate it and try to figure out what is the emotion. That it's basically the emotion is trying to get your attention. It's raising a mm. hand. It's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I need your attention. And then I I even had to do this myself. I got a feeling wheel. I don't know if you have ever seen a feeling wheel. Ooh. If you Google yeah. it. Um, on Google Image, you can find one, mm-hmm. and it tells you the different levels of feeling. So if you're feeling angry, there's some some uh, feelings or emotions that might be under that. And right. then you can give that feeling a name. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, okay, I'm disappointed. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. All right. Well, then let me deal with that. Right. <laughs> Um, and then as you learn how to start identifying your emotions, you can just sit with them and, and let them be instead of trying to press them down or suppress them or stop them from happening. And also you can empower your partner because if you tell them what you're actually feeling, uh-huh. more times you'll get more sympathy, Oh, oh, I didn't know that's what was going on. Oh, you're frustrated. Okay. Well, how can we avoid this frustration the next time? Right. Versus just snapping out on them and now they don't know (laughs) what happened or what they did. Because a lot of times people will do something thinking that's going to make it better and it doesn't. Because they don't know what's really going on with you.
1: Well, and, and you said a couple of things that are, that are really interesting, and I do want to make sure that I make this statement because this is, this is a very common thing. And if we're, if we're going to share what we're feeling with our partners, especially the hard stuff, it's really important to not say, you made me feel this way. Uh-huh. Because, that's, because you're going to get a defensive reaction from that. It's like, I'm feeling this and here's why. I'm disappointed because I was really looking forward to, you know, going away this weekend with you and now this work thing, you know, your 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 boss has put this work thing that's keeping that from happening, right? That's, to me, that's a much uh-huh. better way of saying... Well, you know, you didn't stand up to your boss and I'm not as important. And blah, all, the, all the ways it can go, yeah. can go haywire. But the other thing that I really wanted to address is you're talking about, and you say this and you make it sound like this is the easiest thing in the world, is just <laughs> to sit with that emotion and not try to do yeah. anything with it. And, I'm, and I, I don't know if you heard all the screams, but I did. I
0: oh. was <laughs> you know, like, like, wait a yes. minute, you know. Sure, Diane, it, let me just do that. None of this is easy. None <laughs> of it. Not talking about your emotions, not identifying your emotions, not sitting with your emotions. None of it is easy it's all very hard and that's why we don't do it that's mm-hmm. that's why we suppress because suppressing <laughs> feels easier yeah. but you pay for it later it's a, mm-hmm. it's a credit card right <laughs> the the bill's going to come eventually <laughs> and you're going to have to pay for it but right. yeah, it sitting with your emotions i picture my emotion being like a a, a small uh kid having a temper tantrum mm. and me not going with it <laughs> but right. sitting with it and letting it happen and, and watching the fallout and waiting for it to just calm down and tell me what, what's really going on. Hmm. Um, it's not easy. Like I said, you want to go with the emotion. You really, everything about you wants to go with it, but you yeah. can't. Mm-hmm. You can't go with it. It's not going to make anything better. It's actually going to make everything worse. So if you yeah. can kind of look at it that way. And then also talking about your emotions is not easy. It's vulnerability. It's It makes you feel really raw. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know if the other person is going to comfort you in that emotion. So you almost have to make an agreement with your partner that if I'm really, you know, feeling something, I need you to either – be the calm person in the room, mm-hmm. or um, you might have to go with me <laughs> this time. <laughs> you might have to sympathize with me and go with me until I can get out of this emotion. We ah. do it at funerals. Mm-hmm. That's a place where if one person's upset, you wrap your arms around them and you try to comfort them. But when you're in a fight, it's a lot harder to Look at your partner and say, I, "I'm going to help you through this emotion."
1: Right, which is why I'm not a big fan of fighting. Um, I don't think you know all, all this stuff about fighting fair. Again, a topic for another day. Um, <clears throat> is, yeah, you know, it's it's that word fight, and and so part of this, and, and what I, so what I'm hearing is that we need to be. Um, more comfortable with being vulnerable and asking for what we need from our partners. And sometimes this can be a conversation outside of the moment. In fact, it's usually more helpful if it is outside of the moment. Um, mm-hmm. But if I can say, you know, Hey, I'm having a really hard time and I'd really like a sounding board, you know, is, is that possible right now? Could, could I get that? Um, but, yeah. but again, it's this, it's practice. It's it's not being so terrified of our feelings, and which is yeah. sometimes easier said than done, uh, you know, especially you know especially the more difficult ones. And um, do you recommend journaling?
0: J- journaling is my best friend. Okay. <laughs> journaling is my best friend. I get a lot of. Yeah, I get a lot of my emotions out in my journal. Yeah, sometimes getting it out of your head is a great thing because we tend to ruminate
1: where Mm -hmm. we just,
0: you know, you're spending all day cursing out that person that, you know, (laughs) cut you off in the morning and Um, by 9 o'clock at night you've had a whole conversation with that person. (laughs) It's a lot better to just sit down and write out, what am I feeling? And it actually might help you. come to the actual emotion that you're feeling that you're you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. I think women tend to do this better than men. We speak in circular mm-hmm. uh, yes. speech until we understand what we're actually feeling, and men don't do that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it might be challenging at first, um, but as you do more and more, it'll get a little bit easier to get to that emotion. It might take a long time, and then all of a sudden – you can, you'll find, like, months down the road that you can easily identify Great. Uh, what it is in the moment. Um, another tool that I use in my relationships is we number the feeling. So if, if we're having a disagreement, and I'll say, is, it, is this a 10 for you? Because it's a 3 for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So it. if it's a 10 for you, then I am not going to fight you on this because it's a three for me. I don't I don't care about this as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that has saved many disagreements.
1: <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love it. And you know, Diane, this has been absolutely fantastic. Where can people learn more about you, about your book, about all this stuff that you write about? Because you're you're dead on with this.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, so I'm on Facebook. So it's D-Y-A-N-N-E Brown um, on Facebook. And you can also find me on Instagram at Author Diane Brown. Um, and, again, D-Y-A-N-N-E. I know it's a little different. <laughs> um, right there with you. Uh, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to see people and interact. And, and I also write on uh, GoodmanProject.com. And I post that uh, on a biweekly or weekly basis. Terrific. So the truth of the matter is, people,
1: we all have emotions, and they run the gamut from pleasant ones, happiness, joy, love, to harder ones, hurt, fear, frustration. You can't shut down the ones you don't want to have without shutting down the ones that you do. And the better option, as we've been talking about today, is to learn how to feel all of them in a healthy and accepting way. And so hopefully you've gotten some good ideas about how to do that. Then the question you need to ask yourself is what would help you get started? And I hope you keep listening to the show. And until next week, stay loving.